Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutton. The other day, Mrs. Molly McGee found a real treasure in the attic, and she said, McGee, look what I fished out of the attic today. Published in 1899. Oh, for the love of my. <laughs> Book on how to raise children. Yeah. Where do we get this? Don't tell me they were writing books about that away back then. Seems they were. And see here under the title, someone scribbled, Feed them, love them, learn them. Feed them, love them, learn them. Isn't that cute? Makes pretty good sense even today. First two don't take any more trouble than they used to, and with the Prudential Education Plan in the family cookie jar, seeing the youngsters through school is a whole lot easier, too. Prudential Education Plan. Maybe that's a long name, folks, but believe me, it's the shortest, safest way for each one of you mothers and fathers to guarantee money for your children's education. Even if Dad isn't here when the time comes for them to go away to school... You can be sure that the money will be there to pay for college expenses. Yep. And the best time to prepare for that great cap-and-gown day is right now. You pay for this plan little by little over the years. Why don't you get in touch with your Prudential agent? Let him tell you about a Prudential education plan. The easy way to make sure your children will have that all-important college education. If you're in downtown Wistful Vista at lunchtime, the place to go is Walt's Malt Shop at 14th and Oak. The service is good, prices are moderate, and the food is recommended by Walt himself. Order! Burger on a bun, holy onions. Hurry our order, will you, Cor? I'm starving. You're always starving, Doc. My gosh, the look you give a hamburger sandwich is the exact same look I saw Clark Gable give Ava Gardner in that Magambo picture. Well, unlike you, my boy, I work hard. I get hungry. Order one burger. Hold the lettuce. Hold the chips. Hold the relish. Hold the pickles. Hold the mustard. Hold the burger. He changed his mind. Boy, I hate to run a joint like this. Yeah. Customers drive you that. Hey, Cora, how's our order? It's on the grill, gentlemen. Pitch me the morning paper, will you, Cora? Thanks. I want to look over the stock market quotations. What are you interested in the market for, Doc? Want to see if your mortuary stock is up? <laughs> no, I bought a few shares of consolidated bat fur, preferred. I want to see how the bat fur business is. Bat fur business? What the heck's a bat fur? To clout you over the head with, stupid, and I wish I had one. <laughs> oh, that ain't the corniest old... Teach you not to indulge in repartee with your intellectual superiors, my boy. Huh. Anytime you... Here's your food, gents. <laughs> oh, thanks, Corey. You just saved my life. Me too. There's a hunk coming out of the paper here anyhow, right where I wanted to read. Oh, so I, I tore that out, Doctor. If you want to read it, I got it. Oh? It's a column on happy marriages. They got a new marriage counselor down at the Gazette. Yeah? What happened to the old one? Well, she got married and quit writing. Oh? Oh, this new one, though, she makes real good sense. Miss Harriet Ogamist, her name is. Harriet Ogamist, P.H.D. Miss Ogamist, the marriage counselor, huh? I clipped her column out today because it's all about how to make your wife happy, mm. how to be thoughtful and nice. I'm going to take it home and put it where Marvin can see it. <laughs> yeah. Just a subtle hint, huh? 
Going to paste it on the wall? I haven't decided for sure. I may just keep the column and paste Marvin. <laughs> oh, here's the sugar doctor. Thanks. What's the matter with Marvin? He out of work again? Oh, it isn't that. I'm used to him being out of work, but if he'd read a column like this once in a while instead of that racing form... Uh, here's a napkin, Mr. McGee. Thanks. Like it says in the column, we women don't ask much of our husbands. Just a kind word now and then, that's all. I'm a bachelor myself, so pass the salt, will you? Here you are. Thanks. All we want is a little appreciation, that's all. Just a kind word now and then, a little pat on the back. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right, Cora. Pass me... You're the... a married man, Mr. McGee. Just mm. let me read these six simple rules to you. Mm. Is this too much? Now, look. Rule one. Tell your wife she looks pretty when you come home, even if she looks tired and mussed up. Mm, sure, that, that's... Rule good. two. Show her you appreciate her. Give her a pat on the back. She deserves it. Oh, well, sure she does. Now, yeah. rule three. Smile when you come in. Don't forget she's had a hard day, too. She doesn't expect you to bring her a mink coat. But you can raise her temperature with a warm smile in any kind of weather. Oh, that's fine, Cora. Ain't it, Doc? That stuff is right. Right? You don't have to stop eating. Just nod your head. Uh, certainly it's right. A lot of very good advice for a married man in that column. My boy, you pass the ketchup, will you? I don't know why I'm reading this stuff to you, Mr. McGee. Oh, you're probably very sweet and thoughtful to your wife. But, oh, wait till I get home tonight and get a hold of that crumb Marvin. Well, I guess a lot of husbands... When I put Marvin's dinner on the table tonight, I'm going to give him one last chance. If he doesn't smile and give me a pat on the back, I'm going to give him a pat on the head with the flat side of the meat cleaver. Wow. I'll show... Hey, i got to get to work. <laughs> Boy, she really poured it on, didn't she? That husband of hers must be a real clod. Yeah, yeah. You know, Doc, maybe Molly feels the same way about me. Only she just don't say anything. Oh. No, no, I mean it. I never do thoughtful things like it says in that article. I don't tell her she looks pretty half as much as I should. I don't smile at her much. You know something? I've been a real clod. That's what everyone says. I'm going to pick up a gazette, clip that column, and try it out. Try those rules for a happy marriage on Molly. Eat your lunch. I got no time to eat now. I got things to do. Thoughtful things. I didn't realize it till now, but I've been very unthoughtful. Yeah, but your sandwich... You can have the rest of my sandwich, Ducky. Hey, Cora, give Doc the check. What? I gotta run home and start being thoughtful. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. For many years, the fight against cancer was marked by a reluctance on the part of the public to discuss the subject openly and frankly. This attitude, however, has been changing in recent years, and progress is being made. Not that scientists have discovered the cause of cancer, but they do know what it is and the course it always follows. And it is generally accepted now that cancer has seven danger signals, any one of which, if detected in time, may result in saving the life of the afflicted person. The American Cancer Society urges you to learn about these danger signals. For while it is heartening to know that cancer can be cured... Treatment must be started when the disease is in its early stages. Protect yourself and your family by knowing all the essential facts of the disease. The American Cancer Society makes this life-saving information available to you personally or in a program for your union, club, or church group. Address your request to Cancer in care of your local post office. Don't delay. Send for this free information today. This Gazette article makes a lot of sense, like Cora said. Women don't want mink coats. All they want is a smile, a pat on the back. Tell them they look pretty. Always be thoughtful and attentive. I've been overlooking that. I've been unthoughtful. Is that you, McGee? Yeah, hi, Molly. 
I'm in here in the living room, just looking over the news. You go right ahead and read. I'll be in there in a minute. Make sure I got all these points memorized first. I'll start with, tell her she looks pretty when you come home, even if she looks tired and mussed up. Then I'll give her a pat on the back. McGee! Huh? What are you doing? Huh? Oh, I, I'm just brushing my feet off good. Yeah. I know how hard you work around the house, and I like to show a little consideration for a swell wife like you are by brushing off my feet and stuff. Oh, well, that's very sweet of you. Yeah, I'll be in in a minute, as soon as I... As soon as I put my shoes back on. Well, here goes. Hi, kiddo. Well, hello. Where you been? N- downtown. Had lunch with Doc Gamble. That's nice. Would you like uh, part of the newspaper? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, don't get up, Tootsie. I'll get it. You, uh, y- you look very pretty today. Very pretty. Well, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. You look real pretty. I like that dress. This thing? Oh, <laughs> it's just an old dress. I know, but, but there's something about you, kiddo. Old dresses just look good on you. I mean, you do something for an old dress. Oh? <laughs> well, now that you mention it, there is something I'd like to do for this one. Give it a pension. Well, it may be old, but on you it looks young. Yes, sir. You, you look real pretty. Well, do you want part of the paper, or are you just going to stand there? Oh, sure. Thanks. So far, so good. Now, let's see what's next. Oh, yeah. Pat her on the back for something she did well today. Well, here goes. Molly, that sure was a swell breakfast you cooked this morning. Swell. <laughs> <coughs> Heavenly days, what are you doing, McGee? Stop that. Well, gee whiz, Molly, I was just... Just what? Pounding a person on the back like that when they're trying to read the paper. My goodness, what's the matter with you? Well, uh, well, there was a fly on your back. Yeah, a fly. A fly? Yeah, but uh, he, he got away. It's okay now. Why don't you sit down over there in that nice, easy chair and read your sports section? I'll spray the room later if there are any flies in here. Sure, sure, kiddo. That's it. I only have a few minutes to look at this fashion page. I have to get dinner soon. You don't mind, do you? Oh, no, no, go ahead. You go right ahead and read your paper. Uh, I don't mind. Good. Hmm. This thing isn't working like I figured. Maybe I ought to forget the whole thing. We women don't ask much of our husbands. Just a kind word now and then. We don't expect you to bring us a mink coat. But you can raise our temperatures with a warm smile in any kind of weather. Certainly it's right, McGee. There's a lot of very good advice for a married man in that column, my boy. Pass the ketchup, will you? Well, if Doc and Cora both agree, I guess I'll give this thing another try. Now, let's see what's next. Oh, yeah. Smile when you come home. Remember, she's had a hard day. Well, here goes. McGee, what are you grinning at? Hmm? I said, what are you grinning at? I ain't grinning, kiddo. I'm smiling. Smiling? Yeah, smiling at you to raise your temperature because I can't afford mink. What? Oh, this is ridiculous. What is? (laughs) This whole thing. What whole thing? (laughs) McGee, what are you laughing at? (laughs) Come on, tell me. What's going on here? First you hit me on the back, and then you get a silly smile on your face, not laughing like a hyena. <laughs> Stop waving that newspaper clipping in the air and tell me what this is all about. We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Open the cupboard of any busy house, and you'll see it stocked on the shelf. Jell-O Instant Pudding, the busy day dessert. And is it any wonder? This is the dessert there's always time to make, no matter how busy you are. The dessert you can make at the very last minute, no matter how late it is. 
the dessert the children can make for you, all in the wink of an eye. Terrific new Jell-O Instant Pudding from the famous Jell-O folks. Listen to how quick and easy it is. You simply add it to cold milk and beat it up, and that's all. It's ready to eat almost at once. Creamy, nourishing, delicious, a perfect homemade dessert. Your first spoonful will give you the word that no other instant pudding under the sun could ever be quite the same. Try Jell-O Instant Pudding. Buy Jell-O Instant Pudding, a great big supply. For busy days, busy, busy, busy days, it's Jell-O Instant Pudding, the busy day dessert. Well, dearie, even if your idea didn't work, I think it was sweet. Let me see that newspaper column. There it is. At least you can't say I didn't try. Well, I will admit when you walked in and said I looked pretty, it sent tingles up and down my spine. It did, huh? Yeah. So whoever wrote this article really knows what... Say, wait a minute. Hmm? It says here, tell her she looks pretty, even if she looks tired and must up. Mm-hmm. Must up? You mean I really don't look pretty? You just said that to... Oh, now, kiddo, that, that's just... How many a... times have you done that, McGee? Oh. Said I look pretty when I didn't at all. Well, I just... Now, I appreciate attention and thoughtfulness as much as anyone, well... but I don't want to go walking around downtown with my hat on crooked or a, a rip in my hem. Good night. Or my slip shown just because you won't tell me. I mean, after all... Good night. Oh. Good night, all. <laughs> Fibber McGee and Polly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble and Elvia Alden as Cora. Say, did you ever get an invitation out to dinner and then forget who it was that invited you? Well, that's what happens to the McGee Sunday night. And if you have any imagination, or if you know the McGees, or both, you can picture the consternation. Hear it for yourself Sunday night on Fibber McGee and Molly. Your favorite songstress, Dinah Shore, returns Wednesday on the NBC Radio Network.